0: If a person stole or borrowed money, or was given a deposit to watch. If the items came into his possession in a settled area, he can not return it in the wilderness. However, if he took the loan or the deposit on the condition that he may go out into the wilderness to return it, he may even return it in the wilderness. Feck, <laughs> says a loan may be paid back anywhere, but a lost item in the deposit may only be returned in his place. This contradicts our mishnah. But he said the b'risa means that repayment of a loan may be demanded anywhere, whereas a lost item and deposit may only be demanded in its place. Mish said says, by Midbar fact, it's obvious if this is a condition, then he may do so. What's the what's the so The case is that the owner told the Shomer, watch this item because I need to go out to the midbar. And the Shomer says, I also need to go out to the midbar. The mission teaches, that his response is as if he told him, I'm accepting the deposit on the condition that I can return it to you in the midbar. Zuck, the next mission, if a person tells another person I stole from you, or you lent me money, or you left a deposit by me to watch, and then says, But I don't know if I returned it to you or not, he has to pay. However, if he said, I don't know if I stole from you, I don't know if I borrowed from you, I don't know if you gave me the deposit to watch, he'd be potter from having to pay. We learned if a person tells another person you owe me a money, and the other one says I don't know. Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Huna say he has to pay because meaning a, a vade wins out over a, a, a shema. Rabbi Nachman and Rabbi and say he's potter because the money remains in the hands of the one who currently holds it. Rabbi Amishu says if he says I don't know if I borrowed from you, he's potter. Now if the case is where the possible lender did not ask for the money, that would mean that the beginning of the mission is also talking about that case. And if so, why would it be chayyav? Rather, the case must be where the lender asked for the money, and yet it says that he's potter and, he's, and, he, and he, when he says he doesn't know, this contradicts and says the mission is discussing where the lender did not ask for the money. And that's why he's part of the beginning of the mission is discussing whether a person wants to be Yitza Mideshamayim, although Beznin wouldn't make him pay. In that case, we tell him that since he agrees that there was certainly a debt at one point, he should pay. In fact, we find that even Rabbi Yechanan would say that a person should pay if he wants to be Yoitsa Yideshamahim. Zak so, the mission, if a person steals a sheep from a flock and returns it to the flock without notifying the owner and the owner and the animal then died or was stolen, the guy is responsible for it. If the owner never realized it was stolen or that it was returned, and the owner then counted the flock and found it to be complete, the Ghanav is part of it from any responsibility my Rav said, if the owner knew it was stolen, he must be notified when it's returned for the ganaf to be potter. If, if he never knew it was stolen, his counting and seeing that his flock is complete makes the ganaf potter. Based on this, when the Mishnah says he counted it and found it complete, it's referring to the last case of the Mishnah. Shmuel said, whether he knew it was stolen or did not know, the counting of the owner makes the ganaf putter. Based on this, when the Mishnah said he counted it and found it complete, it's going on all cases of the Mishnah. Rabbi said, if he knew it was stolen, his subsequent counting makes the ganaf putter. If he wasn't aware it was stolen, the ganaf is putter once, he puts it back, even if the owner doesn't then count the flock. Based on this, when the Mishnah says he counted it and found it to be complete, it's going on the first case. Refchista said if he knew it was stolen, his subsequent counting makes the Ganif butter. If he was not aware it was stolen, the Ganif must tell him that it was returned. Based on this, when the mission says he counted and found it complete, it's going on the first case. Ravva said the logic of Refghista is that since the animal was stolen, it becomes accustomed to wandering away, and that's why the owner must be informed. by explaining Revchista, it seems a holds like him, however, we find that Ravah says if a person sees someone trying to steal a sheep from his flock and he yells, causing the ghana to run away, but the owner is not sure whether a sheep was taken and the sheep then died or was stolen, the Ghana remains responsible. Presumably this is said after account was done and we see that account is not enough to make a button where it says the case is where no count was done. How could Rav hold this way? We find that Rav says that even if the Ganif returns the sheep to the flock in the desert, he's no longer chayiv. This is so even though there's no counting there. Rav said, Rav would agree in the case of a sheep that has defining spots on it that is considered fully returned even without a counting because its presence is noticeable. Maybe we can say that this, this four way machloik is actually machloik is among time of It says if a person steals a sheep from a flock or money from a wallet, or bishmal says he should return it to the place he stole it from. Rav says he must make the owner aware that he returned it. Now the Rabbanon thought that all holder of Yitzchak all of the, the dinner of Rabbi Yitzhak, who says that a person constantly checks his wallet to make sure all his money is there, presumably. The Bryce is discussing where the owner was therefore aware that the money was stolen. They're arguing in the same machlaikas as Rav and Shmuel, whether counting after knowing of the theft is enough to make him putter. And the case of the stolen sheep is discussing where he was not aware it was stolen, and they're arguing in the machlaikas between Rav and whether even accounting would be needed, whether even accounting would not be needed or actual notification would be needed in the name of Rav said in the case of the person who steals the sheep from the issuance of the owner without his knowledge everyone would agree with Avchista actual notification of the return would be necessary the is in the regarding a Shomer who was given a flock to watch and he stole one of the sheep in his possession without the owner knowing it was stolen in that case Rabbi Akiva says his act ends it, 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 it his being a Shomer and therefore he has to notify the owner when he returns it Rishmol says that it continues to be a Shomer and therefore he is aware of the theft and he doesn't have to therefore notify the owner upon its return maybe you can say that whether the owner's subsequent counting. Can make the gan of Potter is a matter of Mach between Tan Bryce says if someone steals from another person and then and when giving the owner the money for some other reason, he's buying something from him. He adds money to cover the course of the theft as well. One bride says he enjoys his obligation of returning the theft and he's therefore potter. Another bright says he's not Yoitz and therefore remains Khayev. The Rabodin felt that both Brice agree with the counter of that that's who says that a person constantly checks his wallet to make sure he has all his money, that the money. The Machlikas would therefore be. That the Bryce says, says he's Yoitzh holds that the subsequent counting makes the of Potter. And the Bryce says he's not Potter holds that the counting does not make him potter. And I know well, maybe everyone agrees that a would make him putter, and they argue in the concept of Rabbi Yitzhak, whether we can assume that accounting has taken place. Another other we can say that they all hold the all holder of Rabbi Yitzhak, and there is no machlikus at all. Rather, right? the first price is talking about where he put money into his wallet, and with which we know it will get counted. The second price is talking about where he put money into the person's hand and it may never end up going into his wallet and therefore maybe it will never be counted. The third, we can also say that both prices are discussing when it was put into his wallet. The second price is discussing where there was other money in the wallet besides it was returned. and Therefore, when he counts it, he won't realize that the money was returned. The first price is discussing where there was no other money in the wallet besides what was given to him by the Ghanath. Zach the Mishnah, a person may not buy wool, milk, or baby goats from shepherds, or wood or fruits from a watchman of a fruit orchard. One may buy woolen clothing from women in Yehuda and living clothing in the Galil and calves in Sharon. However, if any of these women told the buyer to keep their transaction, a secret it is also to buy from her. One may buy eggs and chickens anywhere. Zak the Mishnah says, one may not buy goats or baby goats or different types of wool from a shepherd, but may buy sewn garments from them, because those surely belong to them. One may buy milk and cheese from them in the wilderness, but not in the settled areas. One may buy four or five sheep from them at one time, or far Four or five pieces of wool, but they may, may not buy two sheep or two pieces of wool. Rhuda says one may buy domesticated sheep from them, but not wild sheep. The general rule is one can buy from them anything that if the shepherd sold it, the owner would realize it was missing. If it's something that the owner would not realize is missing, it may not be bought from them. fact, if you can buy four, surely you can buy five. The said the rice means he can buy four out of five, meaning 80% of what he has. Others say the Rehuda says he can buy four from a smaller flock, five from a larger flock. By saying four or five, this means he may not buy three. The Rice then says he cannot buy two, which suggests he could buy three, versus if he's buying healthy sheep he may only buy he may even buy 3 if they're weaker sheep he may not buy less than 4 Mishnah Rabbi Huda Oimer, Bayesai is Loykamehan, Midbarah Ain Loykamehan, the Khulu. Fekma is Rabbi Huda going to the first part of the Bryson and therefore being Machmer, he only allows buying four or five sheep if they're domesticated sheep and would not allow any purchase of wild sheep. Or is he going in the later part of the Bryson and therefore being Makal? He says buying only two sheep is, uh, is only Asr if they're wild sheep, but it would be Mutter if they're domesticated sheep. If the Rabbi Huda says, Rabbi Judah says, we may buy domesticated sheep from them, but not wild sheep. And in every place one may buy four or five sheep from them. Now, from the fact that he says in every place, we see that he's referring even to the wilderness and the wild sheep. Therefore, we see is going on the later care part of the Bryce and is being makel Shmami no.